said indeed. We hope that the good Lord is with you all day today, all day tomorrow, throughout the whole of your life as you we welcome you to More Than Money. It is a gloriously beautiful December morning out there. Absolutely spectacular. Not to the liking of your radio host. <clears throat> she finds it about hmm, 80% too cold. Correct. Uh, if you could double that up a couple times, she'd be very, very happy. That's right. It is cold, but it is gorgeous out there. And uh, often, if you're a regular listener to More Than Money, you've heard me talk about Oh Dark 30. Mm. That's our Saturday mornings. And uh, this morning at Oh Dark 30, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> the moon was so bright oh. at the old homestead this morning that Oh Dark 30 was not as bright as sunshine, but it was bright out there. And all of our, uh, we have quite a herd of deer. Mm. Of course, you've heard of deer, but we have quite a herd of deer. Um, and half a dozen of them were on the, the lawn right by the house this morning and in bright sunshine. So all the kitty cats on the inside going, hey, those are my brothers outside. <laughs> those are my wild brothers. So, oh, dark 30, not so dark. It was a gorgeous evening, gorgeous moon, and now an absolutely beautiful day. If you've got some Christmas shopping still to be done, does anybody still go to stores? Mm, a little bit. Here and there? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I went to Walmart yesterday to buy Juliana an ugly Christmas sweater. It was hopping. And I try to avoid that store. Did you, uh, were you successful? Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> I, neither of us owns an ugly Christmas sweater, and she was going to a birthday party where the host requested that they all wear one. Mm. So I went to Walmart and had an amazing selection mm. of ugly options, and she chose one. I sent her five pictures. Now, when you said you had a lot of ugly options, are we still talking about sweaters or just the people that are well, kind of hanging out there? <laughs> yeah. I was referring to the sweaters, nice. but you could... Apply that oh, to fine. everything there. So, uh, yeah, she chose one that has Santa riding a unicorn. <laughs> and it's, like, so awful. <laughs> the colors and the sequins and stuff. It's I can show you a picture of it. No, that's um, okay. No, because no, I just really had happy. breakfast. I just don't want to be... <laughs> yeah, if you need an ugly Christmas sweater, go to Walmart. <laughs> oh, you had to show me anyway. <laughs> yeah. You thought... It you... says, bring on the magic. So... so... <laughs> So you don't care that, uh, like right now, I'm really nauseous? No. Wow, thanks. 610-720-7900, 610-720-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. All of those work really, really well. And if you are a bit further afield or if you would like to share our show with someone that you care about, uh, all they need to do is have access to the Internet. That's all they need. Morethanmoneyonline.com. Morethan, T-H-A-N, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the Listen Live button. Pretty easy stuff. You get the whole show via the Miracles of Modern Technology and iHeartMedia. And it brings the entire show to you. So pretty cool stuff. Lots going on. We have a lot to share. We have a lot. Uh, the 9 o'clock hour you don't want to miss. You don't want to miss. It's going to be big, big, big stuff. Actually, it's just Bobby Gunther Walsh. 
He's not that big. He's he's average size. Yeah, average at, <laughs> at best. <laughs> at the end of a long radiothon, he's he's like he starts at like five seven, ends up five one, four eleven. Why does he shrink? Because he's just sagging under the pressure. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You ever, have you ever done a radiothon? Not by myself. No, no. Please then, please. Okay. Have a little appreciation. Ugly sweater person. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Welcome to More Than Money. If you are a loyal listener, you know that this silliness is how it starts. If you're just joining us for the first time and you're going, I, my, my friend said it was a good financial show. I, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Neither do we. Ah, join the club. Exactly. The more the merrier. That's what I say. Uh, you have reached the right spot. We are the most relevant financial show on radio. How can we say that? Because it's all about the listeners. It's all about the listeners. It's all about you. It's all about the concerns that you have, the questions that you have, the um, challenges that you may be facing, and uh, your wish uh, for us to assist you in whatever way that we are able. I offer you all of my 780 years of experience Melissa's far younger. I don't even think she's in triple digits yet. I'm just thinking <laughs> nope. 100 plus. No, nah, please. <laughs> and uh, you uh, may request that quite simply, 610-720-7900. Um, if you were with us last week, we had a pretty wonderful show. Yes, we did. Christmas drive mm-hmm. around. So many of you were there. So many of you were kind enough to, to bring your puppies and mm-hmm. uh, bring your kids and uh, bring your kids' puppies. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, grand puppies, whatever. Um, and so generous, so generous for the Children's Home of Easton. How generous? How generous were they? You're going to have to wait. Uh, 9.05. 9.05, we're going to welcome Bobby Gunther Walsh into the studio. We're going to talk about the results that the Children's Home of Eastern Radiothon has had. And then we'll talk about what um, transpired uh, last Saturday. In addition to our holiday uh, drive around, as lots of you know, if you're loyal listeners and if you're particularly if you're clients of uh, more than money, uh, we have our holiday event as, a, as an office, as a team. Uh, that afternoon, we were at Two Rivers in Easton. What'd you think? Oh, yeah, I like it there. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, good food, good people, good service, good everything. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, an unpaid commercial endorsement. <laughs> we got nothing from this. We didn't get a discount. What is that about? <laughs> so um, just um, as as straightforward as it can be, we we're we're big fans. We've been there quite a number of times, and uh, they treat us really, really, really well. So, uh, if you're in Easton and you're out and about and you're looking for a good meal, if you're looking for uh, some uh, craft brew and uh, lots of other, uh, um, gosh, just just wonderful people attending to you, Two Rivers is a good place to go. But uh, 9.05, join us for Bobby Gunther Walsh and um, the Children's Home of Easton. Lots of folks in our audience know Chad Ruprecht. Mm-hmm. Chad celebrated this week. He did. The big 4-0. The big <laughs> 4-0. So if you are a... Uh, Wait. 
I, th I thought he was 29. Uh, <laughs> yes, well, 29 indeed. 29 and 40. <laughs> both of those might might or whoa, might not be false. Whoa. <laughs> wow, that's harsh. I thought he looked young, and you're saying he's 29 and 40. No. That's I, what you said. I said he's neither oh, not, 29 nor 40. Oh. He isn't? Uh-uh. You can believe whatever you want. <laughs> That's that's been my my philosophy of life since day one. I'll believe whatever I want. I just, Thank you. Yeah, just wanted to interject. So we're not the most um, false false radio <laughs> show on the air. There's a difference between inaccurate and false. We're not false. We don't fib fibber fibber pants on fire. We don't do that. Okay. But on occasion, we're. We're misguided. <laughs> but happy birthday to Chad, yes. as uh, all of you who are uh, blessed uh, to uh, to have Chad as your advisor, or if you're just good friends, just part of, uh, part of his life, uh, make sure you reach out to him and wish him a happy birthday. A big O, something <laughs> O. It's uh, a milestone birthday. It, it we'll is, put it that it way. It is a milestone, indeed. Yeah. Um, and he is as good a man as there is on this planet. As sorry, I was hearkening back to Christmas Carol when as good a man as the old town knew. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. I've only read Christmas Carol like 50 times and seen every movie and oh. every Broadway production. And yep, <clears throat> it is what it is. So, uh, happy birthday to Chad, and when you get a chance, mm -hmm. uh, please wish him well. He was uh, amazing as Chanticleer. Oh, my gosh. The energy and joy. It's pure joy. Oh, it was raining and uh, cold and cloudy and ugly. And he's out there in his Santa costume with an umbrella dancing mm. around, waving to every car that passed. Like, it, it, it was so cute uh, <laughs> he add, had fun add to that uh mrs claus stephanie thompson unbelievable the two of them adorable megan as the elf the elf she did an incredible job with uh with donations box oh my gosh did you say cold dark and ugly uh dawn's little boy johnny's here and oh, uh <laughs> goodness what? That was a segue. Those are called radio segues. Oh, I have so much to learn. You do? And I thought you were the host. Mm. I thought, wow. <laughs> please. <laughs> please call herself a radio person. jeez. Oh, Speaking of Dawn, she was with us uh, at Invest in You. Lots of you have already heard about that. But we're still getting, still getting such wonderful feedback from uh, women who were in attendance. Jean's not allowed. <laughs> She gets a little snarky about all that because they have so much fun. They really enjoy um, being together. They really enjoy making a difference and serving the community and helping the kids. Uh, one of my clients that was in yesterday was in attendance last week and just could not uh, say enough nice things about the event and about the, the women that are there. Mm -hmm. Not just that we host it. You know, there was a little bit of that. Without a doubt. It's so warm. The cockles of your heart. Whatever your cockles are. Um, there That's rude. That, it, just, it sounds rude. <laughs> it, it isn't, but it sounds. <laughs> it's just as good. I mean, it, actually better because I wasn't, Your Honor, I wasn't rude. I said cockles. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, me cockles. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, no, that's goodness. me lucky charms. Sorry, that's, is which happening? is something totally different. 
Uh, so the next time that we have an Invest in You event uh, and you are able to join, you really should. You really should. For the record, we did share leftover food and birthday cake with Gene. So while he wasn't able to join us on yeah. Thursday night, on Friday, he at least got to eat the same delicious food that we had. So there's yeah, that. That part is true. <laughs> that part is true. Uh, 610-720-7900. Look what I got in the mail uh, yesterday. new one. I new didn't one. get one of these. No, not yet. Not yet. We could, of course, photocopy that. Yes. I'll uh, need one. And I refer to it regularly. At 905, Bobby Gunter Walsh. Sorry, I was just seeing if he was paying attention. What Gene handed me is a cheat sheet with key financial data for 2023. And the reason it's so important is because numbers change all the time. They do? Like tax brackets. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Income limits for things and... Contribution limits change? Contribution limits. Seriously? Yes. 401k things change? Yes. Is this the... uh, Sometimes they put out a preliminary. Does it say preliminary? It does. Preliminary. All yes. right. Well, the final will come out. We're here. We're going to figure it out. We're, that's that's the whole idea. 610-720-7900. I have to get one thing off my chest, and then we're going to pretend as if it never happened. Because if we get Gene torqued up, it's going to be an hour and 53 minutes of just burning to the ground. Okay. The idea that the idiots in Washington think that they have performed something special by leaving a U.S. Marine in Russia and bringing home a CBD-laden basketball player just because she fits their left-wing narrative is beyond disgusting. And someone should be held accountable even though we know they won't be. So if you are, as I am, angry, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Keep that thought in your mind. We've got to make changes. Because to allow people, to allow the people that are currently in power to make these kind of decisions and leave a Marine behind, yeah, just like they did in Afghanistan, leave all those people behind, uh, leave bodies behind. Yeah, this is the kind of people we have in Washington. If you're proud of that, if you're proud of the election, then, yeah, the on-off switch works on your radio, I'm pretty sure. I think it's time for you to click off, which sounded ruder than I intended it to be. But yeah, I'm okay with that. You guys can, if you think that swapping an arms dealer for Brittany Griner was the right thing to do, yeah, you can click off. So, all right, you feel better? I nah, no, no, nah, <laughs> no. Paul Whalen is still in Russia. No, I don't feel better. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We have a fistful of emails, of course. Uh, we have um, John taking calls, of course. We have uh, emails that we will accept at Alyssa at askmtm.com or Gene at askmtm.com. I want to thank my good friend Mark. Uh, Belsack as well. He shared with me his uh, newly delivered oatmeal this morning. I was starving beyond belief at the office, and he had sent me a text going, hey, I got a delivery of oatmeal if you want to give it a go. So Um, how kind was that? 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Gene and Alyssa. Good morning. 
Hi. I opened a 529 plan for my newly born granddaughter in April of this year. Is the money I put in that uh, account considered a gift in the eyes of an IRS? Uh, it it is in a sense, um, but but not in the traditional sense of it, a gift that needs to be reported. It's a contribution to an investment account that has certain uh, benefits that have been um, created by the IRS code. Um, number one, you can put a lot more money in without reporting it as a gift. You can actually put up to five years worth of contributions into a five. 29 plan at one time without any kind of repercussions whatsoever on the gifting side. And then of course it grows tax sh- or tax deferred. And if it's used for educational purposes, tax free. So no, not as a, not as you and I would traditionally think of as gift. No, it's a contribution to the 529. Cause it's, it's still your asset, right? Like, he, oh, cause without it, it, a doubt, yeah, it's so you, you still own, you actually own that account. It's your, your money. So it's not a gift because you haven't given it away. You haven't given it away. But interestingly enough, Tim, it's one of the only assets, it may be the only asset I'm familiar with, where you can uh, keep it and still give it away. (laughs) Because it's yours until the moment it leaves the account. But if you were to pass away, all of that money is not in your estate. So it's out of your estate, but you still control it. It's one of the very few situations where that actually occurs. Okay, thank you very much for your information. You're welcome, Tim. God bless. Okay, bye now. Bye-bye. And what a wonderful gift um, as far oh. as, you know, the fact that he did this so soon um, in his granddaughter's life. Uh, that's wonderful. That's a, a uh, How start. old does a baby have to be for you to set up a 529 plan? Um, well, to become the beneficiary of one, it just needs to be in existence. So how early can you set up a 529 plan for a baby? Um, when the baby is born. I was just having fun. Doesn't the baby need to have a social security number? Yeah, in order, f- you, you, you were correct the first time, which is why I changed, cleverly changed the question <laughs> to try to drag you into my muck and mire. Um, <laughs> you are quite right. To be named beneficiary of a 529, you need a social security number. But, but, but. Uh, let's say that Tim's um, children, son, daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, daughter, son-in-law, hmm, we don't know, mm-hmm. uh, got married five years ago. Mm-hmm. He could have started a 529 plan then, mm-hmm. and it would have had five years of growth before the baby was born. And you just change the benefit. And change the beneficiary. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons you might want to consider doing that if you're a grandparent or a wannabe grandparent, <laughs> and uh, there is some suspicion that you may have grandchildren in the future, you may want to start now. You can name yourself as the beneficiary currently mm. with your own Social Security number. It gets set up. You put the money in. It's got all the benefits of the 529. And then when, uh, when everyone is blessed and there is a new child, you change the beneficiary, and you've gained all those years of tax uh, deferral. One of the reasons that that became more important, I've forgotten. Three years ago, four years ago, they changed the 529 plan from a college funding plan to an educational funding plan. Mm-hmm. Now you can use the 529 to fund preschool, 
<laughs> well, if you put your money in now, it's going to have, what, three or four years until preschool. Mm -hmm. If you had put it in five years ago, mm. now you've got tons more compounding. It's a good time to be talking about this kind of thing if you're um, struggling for ideas for Christmas gifts for children or teens in your life. I wrote a, a column about this. It's on our website in the blog um, for our church newsletter about ideas for giving financial gifts and how they can be so much more significant. Um, and one of my clients just this week emailed me about um, how to get her young teenage son um, into investing because he's in, he's interested in it and wants to learn more about it. And she asked about the best methods of doing that. And, and I explained how I opened a custodial account for my nephew years ago when he played the stock market game mm -hmm. in school and got really interested. He wanted to be able to buy stocks. So I opened an account for him, actually gave him access. So we share access to it. Nice. Put I put money into it for him for gifts for birthdays and Christmas. And then he can... You don't give him Legos? Um, I don't know. I might have given him Legos at some time, but not mm. since I opened that account. Um, so 529 <laughs> gifts, fantastic. Uh, custodial accounts, fantastic. Roth IRAs, if the children have earned income, Fantastic. Legos, they're fine up to a point. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, I have uh, uh, very direct knowledge of a couple of young men who probably have been given, I'll bet, $20,000 worth of Legos. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. At one point, one entire room of their home. Mm, wow. And would not, um, would, would that not, would they not trade all of those Legos today? For a $20,000 529 account. Yeah. Or what would probably now be a $40,000 <laughs> 529 account mm -hmm. or a Roth IRA or et cetera, et cetera. So outstanding. 610-720-7900. You, you didn't mark that answer. Yes, you just... yes I did. Oh, that, wow. Yes, you did. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM. Dot com. Got it. Uh, our financial advisor invested our money in a balanced fund, uh, heavy on bonds. Uh, we're down about thirty thousand dollars from an original two twenty. Uh, ouch. He yeah. has not contacted us during the downside, and I'm wondering if we I should leave these investments where they are, or is it time to reinvest and take our losses? Thank you for this and your excellent work mm. in general. A couple of red flags there. What do you think? Well, the, first of all, starting with the, there's been no contact. Um, that's a concern, especially in a market like this where people are concerned and they would appreciate communication. Yeah, Alyssa's right? being polite. You, you need a new advisor. <laughs> She's being so polite and that's very nice, but let's cut to the chase. Your advisor's not worth whatever you're paying him. If, you, if you're paying him anything, it's too much. As a matter of fact, he owes you money uh, for putting up with silliness. Um, yeah, th this is, please. Um, should you leave it there? No. We don't know. We it's it, it, it's likely no, but but we don't have enough background. We don't know what's he. He just says our money. Is it retirement money? Is it two years from now? Is it five years from now? Is it whatever from now? Yeah. I just we just don't know. You know, one of the things he mentioned specifically is that 
the funds are invested heavily in bonds, and we've talked many times over the last year mm. about why that's a not not necessarily um, not necessarily a good allocation this year, mm. and so that warrants some investigation for sure. Without um, a doubt, this man at the very minimum, you need a second opinion yeah. meeting. You need to sit with a financial advisor you trust, somebody that's experienced that can go through your current investments, pros and cons, your options pros and cons and match up your option, whatever that may be with what fits you best. Yep. That's right. So, um, God bless. We're sorry for that decline. It about mirrors the bond market. Lots of folks go, well, we go to bonds cause they're safe, but they're down this year about 14%. Ouch. Uh, 610-720-7900 lets you talk to Dawn's little boy, Johnny, and then you get to talk to Alyssa and Jean and have your questions asked and answered. You can certainly send us emails, Alyssa at askmtm.com, Jean at askmtm.com, and of course, our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Happy to take your calls, your questions, all of those, of course. Please stay with us through the 9 o'clock hour, 9.05. We're going to be talking about the Children's Home of Easton. The phone just rang. Hopefully that's somebody making another contribution to the Radiothon. We're going to have Bobby Gunter Walsh as our special guest at 9.05. But in about two and a half minutes, more of your questions here on More Than Money. always good to hear a little Dr. Dre when we get started here. That's <laughs> Dr. Snoop or Dre Dog. One of those. Mm. Those guys are great. Close. Close. Thank you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Six ones here. Welcome back. You've got more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You have Alyssa Young serving you this morning. 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com morethanmoneyonline.com. All that makes perfect sense. Um, I had already warned Alyssa that we're going to have a string, potentially a string. You know what? I'm going to mix it up a little bit, so I'll put that over there so that we don't have a string completely in a row. Okay. But let's start with this one. Uh, Dear Gene, watch uh, every Tuesday night on PBS, the 7.30 show, always learn something or better understand something we thought we did. Mm -hmm. No, that's very, very kind. I think it was last year you answered a question from someone asked about preparing before going to a lawyer to update a will, getting prepared before going to the lawyer. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't remember (laughs) when it was to look up and rewatch the show. Would you please email a list of things we should do ourselves before we go? Uh, to the attorney early in 2023 to update our wills. Thank you so much. Look forward to every Tuesday night's show. So client comes to you and says, time for us 
to sit with the attorney, what should we have prepared before we go? Well, I would like to preface this by saying that one of the reasons we offer free consultations with an estate planning attorney at our office is because that conversation actually helps you think about all the things that you need to decide and contemplate before you actually update a will. So in those cases, sometimes people come without preparation and that conversation they have for that one hour that's free of charge gets them prepared. So I'd like to point that out first. But when when we have those meetings, the things that we often talk about, one would be who should be your executor. So it's a good thing to think in advance about the people in your life that you trust to handle um, your estate the people in your life who you might trust to be your power of attorney and to conduct your business if you are unable to do so, um, if you become sick or you know, incapacitated in some way and you need someone to pay your bills or make decisions on your behalf. So who are those people? It's good to have a primary person as well as at least one alternate or backup in case that person's unavailable to step in and do that role. So those are important things to think about, um, specifically about a will how do you want your assets divided? To whom shall things go? Um, any special requests or directions? But um, yeah, in general, having that plan of how you want things distributed and again, contingencies. What if that person or those people aren't here? What if there are babies born mm. in the meantime who, you know, gr- grandchildren of the future, (laughs) if they were here when you pass, would you want them to be included in the distribution? So um, thinking about the what ifs is helpful because if you do a good job of being comprehensive in your will, you don't need to get it updated again if you have the contingencies in place. Yeah. um, The major players in an estate plan, uh, executor, of course, or executrix, which sounds naughty, but it really isn't. So you need someone that you are naming as the person that will carry out your your instructions. Mm-hmm. And to make it as challenging as possible, you need a backup. Mm-hmm. So you need to, to pick somebody and then a backup in case the first person is, for whatever reason, unavailable. If you have children or um, dependents that will be left behind that will be unable Mm. to care for themselves. You need to have a guardian named. Yes. And you also need to have a hmm, contingent guardian name. So now we're up to four people that you need to identify. Mm -hmm. If you have dependents that you're leaving behind, um, that there will be assets to be managed that those dependents cannot manage themselves. You will need a trust. Then you will need a trustee. And shockingly, a contingent trustee. <laughs> so you're, if you walk in uh, having, uh, as Alyssa has described very well, a good sense of what you want to have happen to your estate. Who do you want to benefit? What organizations do you want to benefit? What charities might you want, want to benefit? And a list of the uh, vict- uh, choices um, <laughs> that you have uh, selected for uh, your uh, executor one and two, mm-hmm. guardian one and two, trustee one and two, and then finally, uh, power of attorney. Mm-hmm. Power of attorney, and in some cases, one and two is is appropriate if you are 
uh, married, typically your spouse is your power of attorney. Yep. Typically. Uh, but you may do want to do one and two as well. A lot of folks are surprised to find two things about powers of attorney. Uh, number one, uh, if you do not have a medical directive um, and, and people say, well, I'm married. I don't need any of that stuff because uh, my spouse can tell the doctor what I want. No, they can't. Doctor's not likely to listen unless it's in a documented fashion. And the other thing that a lot of folks are surprised to find is that powers of attorney expire mm-hmm. when you do. That's right. <laughs> so I've named someone as my power of attorney. Life is grand. I expire. And they say, well, the power of attorney can handle the rest of it. No, they can't. The moment you expire, the power of attorney expires as well. So you are leaving the scenario, so to speak, uh, in kind of tossing in the wind unless you have done proper planning with a trusted, experienced estate planning attorney, which fortunately in our More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Lands, as many of you already know, because you drove around our office last <laughs> week at our Christmas drive around, mm-hmm. um, we are very, very blessed to have Keith Stroll and uh, the entire team at Steckel and Stop are uh, assisting us and providing um, all of you with the opportunity to sit with an attorney at no charge for the initial meeting and go through all these things. So um, Alyssa has sat in on a fair number of those meetings. I have. She has learned a lot. I have. Maybe more than she ever wanted to know <laughs> about how that works. So. Uh, hopefully that helps a little bit, get you going in the right direction. Uh, one additional um, uh, recommendation, mm-hmm. uh, if you have a list of your assets, all the things that you own, and a list of your liabilities, that's really useful. That's, that's, that's very, very useful. And don't forget that uh, life insurance is an asset as well. Uh, and uh, knowing the uh, the beneficiaries that you've named to uh, your various accounts, whether it's life insurance, annuities, IRAs, or 401ks, would be very helpful indeed. Yes. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. In uh, 24 minutes, we'll be welcoming Bobby Gunther Walsh to the studio as we... uh, Get the up-to-the-moment report on the uh, Children's Home of Easton Radiothon results. And uh, we're very excited uh, to hear. Uh, I know that we've, uh, we've had a real challenge this year. And goodness, um, for all the right reasons, for all the right reasons, you folks are incredibly generous uh, year after year. So the numbers get higher and higher, which makes it a more of a challenge <laughs> every year to beat right. those numbers. So. We will do the best we can. I was uh, blessed to be at the children's home uh, Christmas party last year for the first time. It was a very, very moving experience. And the impact you've had uh, over decades on children coming through the Easton uh, Children's Home is amazing. Amazing. So uh, please be generous if you're going, hey, just hearing about it. Hey, I was out of town. Hey, I wish I'd had a chance to help out. Uh, if you'd like to make a pledge, uh, send it to me. Send it to gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. Let me know how much uh, you wish to pledge, and we'll have somebody contact you and arrange to uh, have that uh, have that uh, pledge completed for you. 
610-720-7900. Talk about a a uh, person of few words. <laughs> Elder, elderly people, no family. Is an estate lawyer the best route for my executor? <laughs> wow. Um, uh-huh. Well, it, it, just because you don't have family doesn't mean you don't have someone in your life that you could trust, someone who knows you and um, would be able to handle your estate. It could be a friend. It doesn't have to be a family member. Um, but if there is no one close to you that you trust, then sure, you could hire somebody to step in and take care of that. Yeah, there are uh, trust companies that can help out. There are attorneys, of course, that can help out. And particularly if you have one that you uh, that comes highly regarded, that you trust, that has maybe drafted the documents and can, can handle that for you. Um, this is becoming more and more, um, uh, when I started as a financial advisor, 780 years ago, it was uh, literally not, I, I'll bet it wasn't a problem for one family out of 10 because their, their daughter were, she and her family lived two, two houses down and their son worked, um, around the corner at, uh, if, <laughs> if they grew up in Northampton, he might live in Whitehall, that kind of thing. And now the, I would say the majority of the people that we counsel have family that are scattered. Mm. Uh, around the country and around the world. And so having, yeah, sorry. Uh, Is it too soon? Okay. (laughs) Um, Bottom line is that it's quite often, uh, particularly as folks um, uh, age, that their families are further afield so that, yeah, picking a a son, a daughter, a grandson, a granddaughter may not actually be geographically Mm. uh, feasible. And in some cases, Gosh, depending on who they are, they've outlived all of their friends and family. So, uh, yes, uh, an attorney can can very often be. Now, um, for some folks that are listening, they're going, yeah, the attorney's going to charge. Of course they are. They're, they get paid for their work. Um, do most um, non-attorneys who are executors, if Alyssa were kind enough to be the executor of my will, would she charge my family a fee to be the executor. John's nodding. Yes. Ah. <laughs> wow. yeah, let me tell you, it's going to be steep. I This turned harsh all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, dear Diane, if that is your real name, <clears throat> cross out Alyssa on that list. Kind of. um, most uh, civilians who serve as executors, uh, particularly for family members, do not charge a fee. In some cases, they should. That's something that needs to be thought through. It needs to have a sound thought process and strategy before that decision is made. But uh, it's not. Uh, it's often the case where family members do not charge. Um, but for a professional to fill that role, of course, of course. And if you're an elderly person further along, no family members, your options are fairly limited. You should be very pleased that you have an option that's going to work out and the cost will end up being relatively modest for um, the services provided, or at least we hope so. We did have that question a couple weeks ago where the gentleman, I think it was his mom's estate was about four forty, and the legal fees were like 140,000 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> that one on the other hand, on the other hand, six one zero seven two zero seventy. 
800 Alyssa at askmtm.com, morethemoneyonline.com. We have started a trend with our estate planning questions. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm 72 years old, fairly healthy. Okay. Goodness. Uh, start working out every morning. That'll make you really healthy. <laughs> and take your rescue product. There you go. Uh, we're still working full time. Woo, good for him. Uh, good for her. My apologies. Oh. Good for her. Uh, I have a will leaving everything to my daughter, uh, my only child, daughter, who is 51. Uh, my question is everything I own, real estate, 401k, 403b, bank accounts, checking, everything's in my name only. Is it better to leave everything in my name and when I die, everything goes to my daughter? Or is it better to make real estate in both names as well as bank accounts, et cetera? She is already the beneficiary on my 401k, my 403b. Is it better tax-wise for her to inherit my real estate and money, or is it better to be one half owner on everything? Well, it depends. You think? I know one of the conversations that we have with Keith Stroll about inheriting property, often it's you know the house where that you live in um is if your son or daughter were to inherit it do they want to keep it and live in it or do they want to sell it mm. and the reason that's a, an important distinction is because if they inherit it in full mm. they inherit uh, a stepped up it's a stepped up cost basis mm. so if you bought your house for really cheap and it's appreciated in value a she lot. She bought her house 31 years ago but, for $55,000. It's now worth three hundred. Yeah. Now, for the for someone who inherits that house and it's appreciated $245,000, mm. um, they have a they have a stepped-up cost basis where it's now worth... Their cost basis is the current value of $300,000. Mm. So there is no capital gains tax to pay. Otherwise, that $245,000 capital gain would be taxed because it has not been the son or daughter's primary sure. residence and they're not eligible mm. for a capital gains tax. And that could be as much as, gosh, almost 50000 bucks. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, that stinks. Yeah. So you're saying if they're going to sell it anyway, maybe leave it in mom's name. Yeah. But if the daughter, it's her only child, say, I really love that house, I'll probably live in it, what's your suggestion? Um, putting her name on the house means that she only would owe inheritance tax on half the value instead of the whole value. Indeed. Um, now, mom could gift the entire value of the house and, and take her own name off and put her daughter's name on. She could. Mm-hmm. Risks? Yeah, sure. There's risks because let's say the daughter has some kind of financial obligation mm. and gets sued or mm. is married and then gets divorced. Mm. And there's something unknown down the road that's going to put the house equity. She goes through a bankruptcy. At, yeah, mm, at yeah, risk. Yeah. yeah. And then if that's going to endanger mom and her living situation, that would be a problem. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so, uh, yes, it, the, the home is, is one of those uh, scenarios where it really requires a, a significant amount of let's explore your options and figure out what's best. There's little, mm, there's little chance that you're going to find something perfect. Right. You're going to find what's 
a better option, a lesser better option, but not perfect. Now, the 401k and 403b, the daughter's already the beneficiary. Yes. Any changes that needs to be made there? No. No. And can she add her daughter as the co-owner on either of those accounts? No. No, she can't do that anyway. So those two are already taken care of. From a bank account standpoint, and considering that the daughter is the only child and the only heir, adding a transfer on death or a payable on death or an in-trust for makes good sense. Yeah. It doesn't, there's no risk. The daughter doesn't get anything during mom's lifetime. Mom's 71, 72. She's a child. With any luck at all, she'll be with us 30 more years. You don't want to be giving up assets, giving up control when you're so very young. Um, But you don't want to be foolish. So naming a payable on death avoids probate, uh, makes it simple, makes it easy. So so all that makes a great deal of sense. She could put her daughter um, as power of attorney on the account if that helps her in case something happens and she wants her to be able to write checks or or uh, handle them. Uh, you know what annoys me about that? What? How how totally correct you really are. Oh. Yeah, it just annoys me. Um you are absolutely correct for that and multiple reasons. Mom, absolutely. We've been talking about estates and settlements. We haven't talked about another important piece of this which is the power of attorney. Mhm. And if something should happen to mom, she's fairly healthy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but if something should happen to mom um, mentally, physically, emotionally, and she can't uh, handle her own affairs um, for, gosh, a- across an entire spectrum of her life, needs a power of attorney, needs somebody that can step in. We would assume it's the daughter. We're not mom's got to make that decision, but somebody's got to be available to make decisions for mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, should that, uh, and of course she also needs a medical directive. Mm-hmm. So very good. All right. Mom's doing good. Mm, fairly healthy. Still working full <laughs> He's time. He's really worried about that. Could you please follow up um, with another email to Gene and just spell out exactly what your health concerns are? I, I, absolutely. There's, he wants to help you with that, too. I do. I absolutely do. Uh, there's, uh, um, as Alyssa will uh, attest, uh, we are very, very, very lucky in our More Than Money World headquarters in that, in general... Our entire team is is uh, is is pretty attentive to their health. Mm-hmm. All right, Alyssa's a maniac. That's a no. different story. She runs anywhere from eighty to one hundred miles a day. It's crazy. <laughs> it just it just ugh, it's insane. Um, <laughs> she runs more in three days than I've got. I by the way, I crossed one hundred and seventy miles on the treadmill this year. That's awesome. 170 miles. My target is a hundred, a half a mile, a mile every other day. So I'm, right. my target is like 182. I still got some time. I'll get that yep, done. Yep. Yeah. She runs that in a weekend. Mm. She does that in a weekend. But everybody, um, gosh, uh, Mark uh, works out uh, diligently and yes. religiously. Uh, I work out religiously because every time I work out, I go, Jesus, this really hurts. <laughs> oh, God, why do I have to do this? Um, so, uh, eating well, working out for so many people, 72 people, I'm 72 and everything kind of hurts. So it hurts. 
So get up and move it around a little bit. Uh, at least you're going to be, um, you know, I'm sore. Good. Be sore because you're moving. Don't be sore because you're not moving. That's right. And of course, um, and I'm unpaid commercial endorsement. I get no money from rescue. I get no money from rescue. Tell you right now, they ought to be paying me big bucks. Thank you for the contribution to the children's home. That's what that phone ring means. Thank you. Um, the rescue products, I think, have been tremendous for me. But um, you are, um, as, is, as is Diane particularly, um, you eat so very healthy and so very clean. I'm fantastic. Try. <laughs> uh, diet is important. Well, hey, gosh, you gotta got to live a little. You know, uh-huh. A glass of wine every now and then, please. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but as much as we focus on making sure we get the right financial decisions in place, Really, really critical that you're making all these other, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you want to be around forever. You want to be around for as long as God has in plan. And you want to be healthy right up to the last minute with, with any luck at all. Boom. Snap of the finger and you're, you're in Valhalla. You're having, mm-hmm. you're at the banquet hall with Odin. Sorry. I've watched a lot of Vikings. A lot of Vikings. <laughs> 610-720-7900. Did you say three minutes, sir? Two and a half minutes. Ah, then I'm going to hold on to that, I think. Yes, I'm going to hold on to that. Um, Keeping in mind that there were a number of things that we alerted you to two or three weeks ago. Get them done early. Get them done early. It's now early, but not really. It's getting late. RMDs. Don't wait. Get on the horn Monday. Get those done because the later you go in the year, the greater the chance that that gets screwed up. QCDs. Got to get those done before the end of the year. If you're not sure what a QCD is, Alyssa at askmtm.com. That's the email that you send that question to. Uh, Gifting. If you're making gifts for the end of the year, maybe you're setting up that 529 plan and you're making that gift. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're setting up that Roth IRA for a child or a grandchild, and you're making that gift. Mm-hmm. Get it done Monday. Monday. Roth conversions, if you're thinking about oh, it. Oh, fantastic. That has Very to good. be done before the end of, of December. Calendar year. Mm-hmm. Calendar year. Uh, you you want to invest in I-bonds. Those are calendar year investments. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're absolutely motivated to get that out and going. Monday, do not wait. The longer you wait, the greater the risk that things don't unfold the way that you wish them to. And by the way, the IRS has very little tolerance with, I waited too late. I tried on December 29th and it didn't work. Can I get an extension? Uh, extension. <laughs> Speaking of me, 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 Bobby Gunter. Walsh. Oh. Uh, stick with us. Uh, oh, great piece of music. Oh. Thank you, John. That's Mr. John Elliott spinning the tunes. Uh, Bobby Gunter Walsh, we're going to be talking about Children's Home of Easton. We're going to be talking about the Radiothon. You're going to hear it here first after this on More Than Money.
it is that my show has been usurped. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. It's a great piece of music. It really is. And it's, it's a great line to start our show. May the good Lord be with you. And we wish that for all of you. It's a wonderful season of the year. Christmas is, uh, is magical in so very many ways. Um, young ones, of course, of course. Uh, for uh, the rest of us, um, you feeling any stress about getting just the right gifts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh. the only appropriate response. Is, and if you find it, it's joyous. And until you do... Speaking of we welcome to our studios Mr. McGruff himself, Bobby Gunther Walsh. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Great drive-through last week. It it was both horrible and wonderful. The weather was horrible. Was it? Oh, raining and raining and drizzling and gray. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I guess I don't remember. Well, it's due to your age. I'm surprised you remembered to come in this morning. Where Where oh. am I? <laughs> uh, plus, gosh, how many days now for the radiothon? You're in your tenth, eleventh, twelfth, something. Tenth day, eleventh day. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. that. So, for all of you who are lo- loyal listeners to Bobby Gunther Walsh, and let's be honest, who isn't? <laughs> please, please. Um, what was part of their probation? <laughs> <laughs> Torture. Um, the Children's Home of Easton uh, is an amazing organization. If you're a loyal listener, you already know. You've heard the stories. You've heard from the alumni. You've heard from um, young people who are there currently. Um, I don't remember the young lady's name, 17 years old. Jessica. Is it Jessica saving? Yep. She's already got two thousand saved for her co- college or for her car. She pays for her own insurance. She has her own, her phone. own phone. She pays she, for it. She is is given the chance to turn her life around, and she's just won. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing it how long? Thirty nine years. It would be wonderful, impossible, but wonderful to be able to track all of those. We can't. Hundreds, maybe now at this point, thousands of children that have gone through those doors and had that experience. And because of our audiences, it's staggering. Uh, As of this, as of close of business yesterday, where does the Radiothon stand? So we went into Friday. I didn't realize we were this much ahead. I thought we were about four or 500 ahead. We were about 2,000 ahead going into Friday. Nice. So we were ahead. And we were ahead Friday going into the 9 o'clock hour. But we needed to have a $18,500 hour from the listeners. And we did not get that. We fell short by about $4,000. And so we came out of the Radiothon $2,000 behind. Last year, in that Friday 9 o'clock hour, a guy named Gene Dickerson of More Than Money phoned in a $4,000 pledge. He did not phone in that pledge this year. But I have a funny feeling he's about to one-up us of several times over. I don't think uh, using the phrase one-up is polite. I'm Two up, gonna... three up, no. <laughs> seven up. Yeah. Up Jupiter, yeah. up Mars. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm seriously, this is uncanny that we were that 4,000. It was really weird that it came out to that number. And then somebody said, Well, Gene, and I said, Well, wait, wait till you hear they, the, By the way, the children's home knew you did the drive through. I know a rough idea of the number. Anita Palkovich is waiting right now, she oh. said. And here's the thing we talk <laughs> about the impact our audience has had on those children for 39 years. Mm. But the impact the staff, Ooh. from the Mike Danicheks and the Mike Leetaks and the Mike Miskovitches to the Anita Palkovitzes, to the Greg Dowdies, to uh, Kathy over there right now and the Cindy Dooleys that have, we've helped them for 39 Christmases. They've helped them for years, 365 days of the year, seeing these kids come in at their roughest and seeing them leave as way more productive, way happier, resilient as family members, as they come back as family. They, the, I, Terrence Hand, alumni I spoke to, he'll be there. Hmm. Um, uh, uh, JJ, alumni, he's going to be there. Um, I can't think of all the ones I, I, I spoke the, to this week. The uh, young uh, lady Gina, who, yeah, Gina. who wrote the book. Yes, she's going to be there. I mean, they're all coming. I mean, so many of them. Uh, so, And then a few of them that couldn't, like Marquis and stuff, really upset they can't when she's got some a medical procedure she's mm. got to take off for. So, but yeah, they, it, this is their family and it's, uh, so yeah. And I, I, I can't wait. I have a rough idea and I'm excited. Well, um, to set the stage, we have, and I say we, because we share an audience. Uh, I'm sure that there are, I release them to you on weekends. <laughs> um, in 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 a very real sense, that's probably true. Um, uh, you after the week could go here, take them back. Uh, no, they're amazing. Yeah, they're they just are. amazing. Alyssa uh, and I started a few weeks ago saying, uh, please circle the date, and uh, if you can help us, we would deeply appreciate that. And and we mentioned uh, several times in passing that uh, matching money really does. It's it's. It's the key. It's the key. And when I had you on on that Friday and you announced the match, I thought, oh, my gosh. Uh, we had, before our drive around started last week, we had $2,500 already contributed, already in hand from our listeners, from our clients, from our friends at More Than Money. They had dropped it off. They had stopped in. They didn't want to risk it being mailed. It was in hand. And so we agreed uh, that that was going to be our matching money. And if people contributed in our drive around Christmas, that uh, we have a chance to uh, to match twenty five hundred bucks. And then, because Gene sometimes gets ideas yeah. and they come out his mouth before it's he funny actually. Because your wife is always you. saying, "Don't get any ideas." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He yeah, doesn't so, listen. Yeah, you do know my wife. That is true. Yeah, Diane. Well, Diane, if that is her real name, uh, was supportive of the idea that, well, when, she was supportive once I told her afterwards um, that we were going to do a double-double. Uh, first time ever. Kind of came out of nowhere. And I agreed. We committed that if our audience would uh, match the 2500 we would match it as well. So we had a chance in, at 75. We had a shot. We had a shot. And, and let's be honest, bad weather, 
drive around, pandemic, the list goes on and on. And plus, the Radiothon had been in full-blown operation, so lots of folks had already made their contributions. We knew that. We're just trying to help a little bit, just trying to add a little bit of something. Um, Though we started slowly, by the 9 o'clock hour, the stream of cars around the building was steady. And it stayed steady all morning. And folks were dropping off. Um, Megan, our elf, was in <laughs> charge of the double-double box. And people were just just putting stuff in. We had no idea exactly where we were. Mm-hmm. We had some contributions. But what we didn't know is that we were reaching people who were um, a little further afield. So it would take a little bit of time. Uh, and then, hmm, Connie Palaha a name you know very, very mm-hmm. well. Huge asset during Foles of oh. Honor. To you all year round, but to us during Foles of Honor. Well, she she showed up uh, on, on Saturday morning and, and kind of like the double-double idea, which was literally out of out of the blue. I went, wait a second. <laughs> if if we know how much people are, are pledging, we can, we can add that to the total. So I asked her if she would be willing to man the phones in our office even though the pledge lines were open for the children's home, would she do that? She won't. Actually, I think her phrase was, well, hell yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and so, um, by the way, do you have any cash on you? Mm-hmm. Do you have like eight bucks? Mm-hmm. Okay, just hang on to it. Do you have any cash on you? <laughs> yeah. Do you have like eight bucks? Yeah. Okay, I do too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't need it right this second. No, I'm just going to make sure. Okay, just make sure you have eight bucks. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Yeah, I do. Because yeah. the three of us have eight bucks each. Yes. Yeah. How much is that all together? 24. 24, okay. What the fa- that's fast math. I know. He's, he could be a... No, he's not. He couldn't be. Um, <laughs> with the 24 that, that we're contributing, our total from our audience and our matches is $19,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Holy smokes! That is not what I was anticipating. I was anticipating more than the seventy-five hundred. I knew it was over that. Holy smokes! Nineteen thousand. Nineteen thousand more dollars to the children's home. Wow! 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 (sighs) And it happened for two reasons. Number one, the generosity of of our clients and, and our more than money family is is just beyond. You just can't even begin to believe how uh, generous those folks are. Um, but there was a there was a perverse pleasure, uh, apparently on the part of a fair number of those folks, because my reference to our willingness to double-double was empty Gene's wallet, uh-huh. and Connie lost track of how many people called and said, I really want to empty his wallet. <laughs> so Your wife um, was one of them. <laughs> actually, my wife was saying... Um, Christmas is going to my eighth. Thank you, sir. Christmas is going to be a little thin this year <laughs> because, oh, dude, uh, now we're over nineteen thousand yeah, bucks. Nineteen thousand. Yeah. Oh my Thank you, gosh. John. Thank you, John. Um, I can't reach my wallet. I'll get it for you. I'll get it. I'll go through your purse. For you. You'll love no, that. Um, emptying jeans while we had one young lady who had already. Called in her pledge uh, to uh, the radio dur- dur- to the radiothon during your show, mm-hmm. 
and then heard um, my reference to emptying my wallet, and she 300 more. Oh, my God. Because she wanted to That's suck awesome. it right out. That's awesome. That, that great sucking sound you heard coming from, from the Bethlehem way, that was my wallet being emptied. Yeah. Uh, the funniest part was Friday when you called in and you announced the double-double. I thought, boy, I hope that doesn't hurt us because we had another half hour to go and hope people don't hold it. It didn't. But then I also thought, and then I said to you, well, so once the 2,500 is up, we have a chance to raise 75. Once the 25, and this is me always kind of like being like, you know. A bastard. Yeah, good enough is not good enough. So then I said, so once at 75, then it's over. And you said, no, well, let's see, whatever. So, folks, you need to understand something. So of that 18,000, when I said we didn't get the four from Gene on Friday, no, that's because we got 6,000 at least from him in the double-double. Plus yeah. the listeners, plus, you know, and I know it was more because you only had 2500 in matching money. So, you know, if you do the math, folks, I don't want to do it. So you're talking about probably about 10000 from Gene. So and, thank you, sir. And, and, you, no, you, you, you are only half correct. Is it a lot of money? It's a lot of money. It's not from Gene. It's from the More Than Money family. Okay, well. Our entire team, some of the most wonderful people you've ever met who are kind and caring are they happen do they have to be incredibly skilled on the financial side of life they are but more importantly they have hearts that are just fantastic and as a result they attract clients that have that same heart there are two women who started the matching money rolling one young lady is just i and i i have no permission to 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 share names, so I won't. But she knows who she is. Um, She is just the most wonderfully joyous person that you'll ever meet. And does she have a good savings, good life savings? Of course she does. Is she a multimillionaire? Not even close. But she wanted to be the first $500 match, and Mm -hmm. she was. And then another young lady who wanted to help dramatically a thousand dollar match, oh and word. they just they, coming out of the woodwork. Uh, we got a letter, part of our nineteen thousand now nineteen thousand and ten dollars uh, that we that we've raised. We got a letter yesterday from folks that none of us know. They're not clients. They're no, as far as we know, we have no direct connection. But they heard our show last Saturday and sent us a check for seven hundred dollars. And just in our lives, we are beyond blessed to spend every single day of our profession dealing with people who are warm, wonderful, caring, compassionate, generous, and they understand what it means to have an impact on the life of, we keep talking about children, and they are, but the young adults the young lady who has already saved money for her car, she's already paying for her own phone. I heard her interviewed, um, and and as a father of three daughters, I'm I'm, I'm beyond proud of her. Mm. I want to seek her out. I want to give her a hug. <clears throat> I want to tell her how proud, as a dad, for for her, as a granddad, perhaps, um, I really am of her. She's making such tremendous strides. That's happening because the Children's Home of Easton exists. 
and because your family exists and because my family of listeners exists who are generous beyond all belief. I will say one other thing. I said we ended up overall 2,000 short on Friday, but I forgot to say this. Maybe because the pandemic has gotten, some, it's, to me, for the most part, over. The number of presents was over more than doubled this year. So wow. they more than doubled the number oh, of presents. Nice. So almost yeah. So so that we don't have as many that we have to buy. So the listeners bought way more gifts this year besides gave all that money. Wonderful. And then uh, yesterday, when a couple of people called me and said, "So you didn't make it," I, and they knew I was going to do a cleanup day. So I know one of them is Elizabeth Mulrine that I have permission to say. The other one I don't, so I won't. Uh, and I have two thousand dollars in matching money for Monday on cleanup day. So it's you know it's yeah. Well, we have, uh, when I say we, I'm talking about the young one here in the group. Um, as a uh, even younger child, she was uh, lucky enough to have a, uh, a job uh, in Nazareth at a, uh, at a company, a uh, uh, pretty, pretty wonderful company as it turns out, mm-hmm. uh, Pizza Joe's. Mm-hmm. And Pizza Joe... Actually, we were not Pizza Joe. It's Pizza Jerry. Pizza Jerry, <laughs> but, but it's, it's called Pizza Joe. That's right. it's, of it's in Nazareth. It's yes. a great. I've had. I never. I've had dinner. Actually, ran into Dan McMahon there once having dinner. Dan's with the Children's Home. Really great restaurant. It's pizza. Well, it's really a restaurant because it sure. really, it's, it's they, Italian restaurant. Yeah, they serve a lot of great food. Best Sicilian pizza you'll I ever have. I love Sicilian pizza too. <laughs> that is, I love Sicilian. So he called in on Friday. And this is where really, truly, we would have had a, so we had a couple of huge contributions. One young lady, $2,000. Michael Anthony, I think Prudential, $1,500. was one of my other sponsors, $1,500. Pizza Joe's kicked it off by saying, I'll give $4,000. We get to the bottom of the hour and we're struggling. Mm -hmm. And we've got his money and maybe another thousand from the list. And you're still 13, 14 short. short. He calls up and says, I'll give another three. Come on. $7,000. From a gentleman in Nazareth having an impact on kids, we can't even begin to measure the the impact he's going to have for generations to come. None of my sponsors, my endorsement sponsors, Pizza Joe's, none of them do it to get business. Oh, my God. They do it because they're thankful for their business, and they want to pay it back. But I'm going to say to you that please go buy tons of gift certificates at Pizza Joe's <laughs> and support him and pay it back, and he can pay it forward again and again when yeah. you support those sponsors. Local sponsors, folks, are the ones that give because they're accessible, they live here, and they actually care about here. And we are blessed with great sponsors, great listeners, and great charity organizations, the ones I'm involved with, you can trust. And you say, When you hear the kids talk about, I must have had people, uh, the third of the calls at least, Anita, 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 and Cindy. And, and I, th- those are the current staff. And some people still bring up the, you know, Mike Danachek. So that staff has impacted those kids. And the party is one of the biggest things that impacts these. They all they want to come back to the party, folks. What does that tell you? Mm-hmm. And I had two people on that were there in nineteen. The first party we did, Gina was there. You didn't know at the time Gina's story. All you knew is somebody bought Gina a gift. Terrence Hand, the firefighter, was there in eighty six. You didn't know his story. 
and up, ended up in the Naval Academy. All you knew is you bought him that razor. He still has it. Gina still has the Polaroid camera. Polaroid camera. Folks, you have no idea. It is... N- no. Um, it's way better to give than to receive, and I think that what we all learn as we get older. The feeling you get from giving and the, the joy that those people give us back for what we gave... Can't measure it. We can give them a $50 pledge. We can give them a $20 gift, and they give us a, a joy and happiness that you can't even measure. Lifetimes. Yeah. Lifetimes. So thank you for what you did. Uh. Thank you to your family. Thank you to your staff. I know Connie, Daryl, everybody, Alyssa, everybody, your daughter, Megan, everybody, Diane. They, I know they all contribute. So thank you to you, your staff, your idea. Your willingness to do that. Gene doesn't just get involved when he does it. He owns it. And that's the other thing, too, guys. I, my listeners don't just give. They're emotionally invested in the charities, which is, that's priceless. So thank you at home. And thank you to our sponsors. And just, it's just uh, a great deal. So the parties next Saturday. And Gene, by the way, did this over and above sponsoring it. Over and above the sponsorship. And he will be down there Saturday. I'll be down there Saturday. And we're going to do this in memory of Wayne Shenavart, who was the gentleman who came up with the idea of bringing Santa in with the motorcycles who passed away. And um, he wanted more for those kids than just Santa walking in the room. Mm. I'll never forget the first time he was there. And he said, so that's it? Because Wayne had a a Maine accent. That's it? Santa just walked in? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. You got a better idea? I didn't say it that way. I said, yeah. I, I, I didn't even say you have a better idea. I kind of looked at him like thinking that, like, like what else is he going to do? I'm going to bring him in on a sleigh. How are you going to do that? With my motorcycle. He made a hook, a trailer hitch for his motorcycle, built a sled. But that's our listeners. It isn't just I'm going to do something. I'm going to own it. How can I make this better? All right, you guys are the best. Thank you. And they are. They are indeed. And um, the young lady who started the... Um, the drive around momentum mm-hmm. with her initial $500 contribution. I spoke to just a couple of days ago and we were talking about all about her investments. She didn't want to talk about her investment. <laughs> she wanted to talk about how proud she was to be part of this kind of an effort to make a real difference. And as much as, uh, as you've said some really nice things. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And uh, on behalf of my team, I will accept that. Um, none of this happens without you, my friend. Oh, well, thank none you. of this happens without you. You have made a commitment. And uh, for the folks out there who um, have been with you for many, many years, they understand. What you may not understand is that Gunther fights behind the scenes a continuous battle to be able to support our community. Some years, everybody's pulling in the same direction. Some years, there's folks suggesting that we go a different direction. And for coming up on, what, 39 years? Mm-hmm. Gunther's saying, if you go a different direction, you go there without me. <laughs> so um, I guess now it's, if you go a different direction, you go there without Gunther and Gene. So I would suggest we're on the right path and we're going to stay on the path and whatever we can do to help, we're going to just keep doing it. So, sir, $19,010. Thanks. 
And uh, if anybody out there is listening going, I missed out. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So Monday, Monday cleanup. Monday is a cleanup day, and we have some matching money. So I, I'm doing math in my head real quick. I We made 12000 last year on Monday, so I'm doing math in my head. I'm thinking we only need about five on Monday, I'm thinking. He's thinking, thinking. which is why if you – Get that faint whiff of burning rubber going yeah. out through the Lehigh Valley this morning. Gunther's thinking. Yeah. You'll Thank. see the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. The, the brand, brand of Pope <laughs> smokes. <laughs> God bless you, brother. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you at home. Ah, just a moment or so before we go to our last break of the show. Um, again, thank you to Bobby Gunther Walsh and uh, for all his effort. Still not done. Monday is cleanup day. There's more matching money available out there. So please make sure that you are doing everything you can to change the lives for so many young people for the better. Uh, if you have questions for us, we're taking your calls, your emails in the last half hour, uh, 610-720-7900, 610-720-7900, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, and askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Folks, thank you so very much. And when we return, your calls, your emails, your questions after this on More Than Money. It's tempting just to let that I one roll. Like, don't, make, don't stop. <laughs> wow, it's a great message. They got the best of our love. Mm. We love you so much. You don't know. You don't know. Maybe you do know. Maybe you do know. It is absolutely astounding. All of you, you are astounding and generous beyond all belief. And by the way, Gunther did pay his eight bucks. I did too. Uh, no, we knew you would, and John was right up front, and he yeah. took care of it. But Gunther, Gunther's a, he's a question mark, always a question mark. 
Oh, goodness. If you were not with us for the announcement, you missed it. But you can still check it out on our podcast. Go to our website on Monday, morethanmoneyonline.com. Check out our podcast for today's show, our 9 o'clock hour, and uh, you'll hear Bobby Gunther Walsh as our guest. And you don't have to wait. Uh, As of this moment, uh, our drive around Christmas through the generosity of all of you uh, raised uh, (laughs) $19,010. So fantastic. Just the impact on those children is immeasurable, immeasurable. And uh, with any luck at all, Gunther has a good day on Monday. We'll... uh, We'll make this a record book, a record book. That's awesome. And, uh, ah, fantastic. 610-720-7900, Alyssa at askmtm.com. And Alyssa has an email for us. I do. Um, It says, hi, Alyssa and Jean. Just turned on your show and caught the end of your discussion on doing a transfer upon death for... Was it a checking account? Rats, I missed it. The following is an email I had prepared earlier this week to send to you. Here it goes. Is it possible to add beneficiaries to sons to checking and savings accounts that, in essence, would simply transfer those accounts upon my death? If so, how? While I can't remember where I heard this information, the advantage to this course of action would be removing those assets from my estate. I asked my local bank branch manager whether I could transfer accounts upon death. She didn't seem entirely sure about it, but then said my sons would have to come into the bank and have their identities verified in person. I thought this was unusual because other assets can be transferred upon death simply by providing names, addresses, social security numbers, etc. For example, my sons are listed beneficiaries on an HSA account and an IRA. What if they lived thousands of miles away? (laughs) They don't, but the question highlights a potentially major hurdle in their process. I reached out to the main bank branch and received a more confusing answer. The gentleman seemed to think I was trying to add them to my accounts now. And yes, they would have to come into the bank. When I repeated that adding them was not what I was trying to do, he said to use my will or a power of attorney to transfer the accounts upon death. This... To my thinking, however, would not accomplish the goal, would it? Is transfer upon death of checking slash savings accounts possible? And if so, how is it accomplished? Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's so discouraging when people don't know what they're doing. What a comedy of errors. Oh, I feel bad for you. This is a frustrating experience. Um, Okay, so... One thing I want to just point out, um, just to avoid confusion, there's one statement in this email that says that um, adding beneficiaries payable on death to a checking and savings account would remove assets from the estate. So technically speaking, it removes them from the probate process, but not technically from the estate. It would They would still owe inheritance tax on the values of the accounts. So I just want to make sure that that part's clear. When you have direct beneficiaries, the values of those assets are still inheritance taxable. Okay, but they just don't need to go through the probate process. They get transferred directly. You don't have to wait um, to receive access to them, things like that. Okay, so as Jean has said earlier, 
uh, yes, payable on death is typically the term used when it's talking about a bank account, right? Rather mm-hmm. than, you know, transfer on death is a is a term that's used on brokerage accounts, uh, like a taxable brokerage And many account. banks use in trust for. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that ITF. is and should be possible. Your beneficiaries should not need to appear in person to verify their identity, just like you said, Name, birth date, social security number, address should be completely sufficient. Um, You are right that the will or power of attorney, neither one of those is accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish. And how do you do it? I guess you have to find a bank where people who work there know what they're doing. (laughs) That seems fairly straightforward. Wow, that was pretty snarky. I, I'm so proud of you. Oh. I, that, that would have been, uh, sound, sounds like something I would have said just <laughs> to be as rude as I could be. Uh, yeah, this kind of incompetence oh. is, uh, is painful. And when we think about how many people have uh, been uh, dissuaded from doing the right thing, because somebody went, eh, yeah, bring your son in from California and we'll try to get it done. W- w- no. Uh, hey, just get a power of it. No. How about just do your job? How about actually learning your job? Now, the problem <laughs> is, the problem is, well, there's a lot of problems here. But, yes, get a bank that actually knows what they're doing. But if you were to go to the bank and say, you see that person right there, they don't know what they're doing, get rid of them. They're not going to get rid of them no. because at least those people showed up for work. Right. Yes. Um, and Pizza Joe's, I'm, I don't know that they have the sign up, um, but lots of places do. Please be patient. At least we showed up to work because there's a lot of folks, especially younger generation folks. They, they have a job and they just don't show up. And then other folks have challenges and it's it the, the employment market out there is very very tight as as a corollary as a corollary we'll come back to this and wrap it up but as a corollary people are going ooh i'm getting nervous cuz there's a lot of layoffs twitter laid off thousands and uh if i understand right goldman sachs is laying off thousands and there's a lot of layoffs it's going to be really really scary no it's not anyone who wants to work wants to work i i I can't address the others. I have no patience for them. Um, if you want to work, I can get you job fi- five job offers by the end of Monday. It's just that simple. It, it's And it's not confusing. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, suggesting, well, you could work at McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy. No, I'm not saying that at all. Not, not that any of those jobs are terrible. As a matter of fact, if you're a manager at Wendy's or McDonald's or Burger King, you're probably making 75 or 80,000 bucks a year. So if you got skills, uh, no, I've got uh, half a dozen clients who have job openings right this moment. If you have a high school diploma, you have a driver's license, and you can pee in a cup and not make things turn blue, you got a job for fifty grand a year and full benefits. Not a bad thing at all. So um, are you going to get anybody kicked out of the bank? Not likely, but should you be dealing with a bank that's not giving you correct information? The answer is no. So my apologies. Um, we are correct. They are still wrong. They can disagree, but we would still be correct. They would still be wrong. 
and you got pretty snarky there. I liked uh, it. I liked it. I had a somewhat recent, very frustrating experience with my bank, and it was just understaffed incompetence. It wasted so much of my time mm. for something that should have been so easy. Mm. I mean, I don't have to go to the bank very often, thank mm. goodness. Mm. But to accomplish one simple thing, I had to be there in person. And it took me four trips. Oh, no. And multiple phone calls. And I just, I, I, I left there in a huff more than once. And I didn't, I don't like to be I like that. I thought you had a Corvette. You left there in a huff? <laughs> A huffy on a huffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Well, at least you get some exercise. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. But um, the good news for this uh, listener, you can do what you want to do. You should do what you want to do. It's just a matter of finding someone capable of helping you with that. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Very, very good. Very, very good. Uh, 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. We have uh, 13 and a half minutes left in this edition of More Than Money to take your calls. We have emails in hand. Again, thank you to everyone who helped with our Christmas drive-around event uh, last Saturday and beyond. We've been getting checks all week long and, and, and phone calls, and thank you so much. And keep them coming. We're, you're, you are wonderful and compassionate. We'll be able to help. Uh, and help the Children's Home of Easton, $19,010 as of this morning. So thank you so very much. We were hopeful when we started with 2500 bucks, we might get to 5000 <laughs> We were hopeful, and yet here we are, and it's all due uh, to, to your generosity. And before I forget, again, happy birthday to uh, our good friend and advisor to many of you out there, mm-hmm. Mr. Chad Ruprecht, who is... Uh, celebrating uh, the big 4-0 as far as I'm concerned and um, milestone birthday and lots of excitement and lots of fun, lots of celebration. And he deserves all of it. So for those of you that know, Chad, um, add a boy is in hand, send him an email, shoot him a text, uh, post something on Facebook, all that works. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, Chad, you should stop over to the more than money world headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth, and uh, and get acquainted. Uh, he's he's a good man to know. Absolutely. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We talked, and and I I I printed out, and of course I left it on the printer. Um, you had a question yesterday from a client who has a substantial IRA, and. It, it is not a small mortgage, but a relatively smaller mortgage. Mm-hmm. And it, I think a she yes. wishes to take the money out of her IRA and pay off her mortgage. Yes. And um, if, I'm, if I'm reading between the lines correctly, this is more of her, um, it, from an emotional standpoint, just not being happy with having a mortgage. In part, but I think if I understand correctly, and this is not something I deal with a lot, mm. she doesn't have a traditional mortgage. She has this pledged asset line. Mm. And the payments that she's making, about $18,000 a year, are yeah. interest only. Got it. So she doesn't like paying interest only and not making a dent in the principal. Sure. She wants the principal and the interest to go away as soon as possible. Okay. So um, now... The, the phrase that caused me to go, ooh, 
was the as soon as possible phrase, because uh, as soon as possible uh, is like Thursday. Uh, she can take the money out. Sure, yes. Pay a big boatload of taxes. And and what she says she wants. She's going to get. Yeah. And maybe look back on that in relatively short period of time and go, that was a lot of tax I paid. Right. I wonder if there was a better way. Right. Well, I would pray, pray, pray that when she sits with you, that she is open-minded to listen to the options. Mm -hmm. So um, I forget what was the balance on her line of credit. Uh, it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan. It's two hundred fifty grand. It's not a small number. To get that out of an IRA, she might have to take three hundred and fifty thousand. Right. Ooh, painful. What I would suggest, I would hope that she would be open minded to at least consider, is to take twenty thousand a year out, twenty five thousand a year out, even thirty thousand a year out, rather than three hundred and fifty thousand in one block. Take that money out, pay the interest, and start paying down the principal at ten or twelve thousand dollars a year, and and be on track that that's going to be gone over a period of time. I think she'll find that her income taxes will be much lower. What we were looking at yeah. was actually splitting it in half and staying within the same tax bracket. Um, so that's the part we can look at more closely. But if it's possible. So you're thinking December and January. Correct. And it would be done by the end of January. Yep. Still a ton of tax gone. Now, uh, for everybody out there going, are, are you are you kidding me? She wants to pay a hundred grand in taxes. No, she doesn't. But if that's the price that she, if she understands that that's the price that she needs to pay. And if in her heart of hearts, she's okay with that. Well, then who am I to tell her not to do that? It's her money. So everybody's situation is, it has to be customized. Every answer has to be customized. So her situation may be, that even after all that's done, she's got more than enough as far as she's concerned for the rest of her life. Yep. And she's at peace. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to argue with that. But I would still suggest that there might be better ways. Um, it dovetails nicely with a, a question that we got recently from a client who was in for their review, husband and wife. Um, they have uh, children that are uh, newly married and, and kind of struggling and um they, they want to make sure that the kids have um, uh, the confidence, financial confidence, of knowing that uh, in the big picture, when mom and dad are gone, that they're going to have a fair amount of money at their um, uh, in their bank account mm -hmm. after mom and dad are gone. Mm -hmm. um, mom and dad happen to be in their mid-60s. We're talking 35, <laughs> 40 years from now. And uh, they said, so, I mean, we may end up running through all our money, but we want them to know that they're going to have money. That's called life insurance. It's, it's really that simple. And a lot of folks, we don't talk often about life insurance. Mm -mm. Uh, the vast majority of their assets are in their IRAs. Uh, RMDs for them are seven, eight, nine years off. But if indeed their goal, legacy goal, is to make sure their kids have X number of dollars, whatever that dollar amount is, they can set up a life insurance policy 
take annual distributions from their IRA, pay tax, we, we get that, but the premiums we're hopeful are relatively doable, and all of a sudden you're getting some money out of your IRA, you're guaranteeing that your kids are going to have the money that you want them to have, you're paying relatively low amounts in taxes, everybody's got a smile on their mm-hmm. face. So that's a possibility as well. But possibilities, thats and we talk about this so often, exploring, educating, evaluating, comparing. That's what we do on a regular basis with our clients. Expose them to ideas they may not have thought about. Talk about the pros and cons of those ideas and, and zoning in on what fits them best. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. That's exactly right. That's what we do. That's what we do. 610-720-7900. <clears throat> Are you ready for uh, a, uh, an ID? It depends. Oh, sure. I uh, can't decide if I should take the full amount of a defined benefit pension or if taking a reduction of $100 a month to guarantee the first 120 payments. I'm 67, single, homeowner, good health, debt-free, substantial emergency fund, and I'm delaying Social Security until age 70. I'm employed part-time. Hmm. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? Well, yeah, that's. Uh, it depends on whether or not that $100 a month uh, difference is crucial to you. It doesn't sound like it is here. It's not going to be make, make or break. If it makes you feel better that you know for sure that you're going to have that money coming for at least 10 years, then yeah, maybe it's worth it. That's a personal preference. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading this a little differently. Okay. I'm reading this as in, she doesn't understand the benefit, the pension benefit. I think she's interpreting that if she takes this reduction that she will be guaranteed at least 10 years of payments. Yeah. That's not the case. What do you think it actually means? The pension is a lifetime pension. If she lives 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, mm. she's going to get it. No, it means that if she dies before oh, it's I made 10 I, years. I of... know that quite well. Right. No, I don't so think she understands I, that. I think she does. You do? Yes. So knowing you like had insight, like as in you were assigned to this uh-huh. person, and I already she spoke to her. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So she understands that she there's this uh, trade off here where while she's alive, she gets a hundred dollars so, more. So a month. who would get this when she passes? Uh, I don't remember who it is, but uh, there is a benefit, like a, a beneficiary yeah. who would receive the rest of the payments if she were to die before she's been receiving the pension for at least 10 years. Somebody she cares about? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and for her, it was, you're trying to, you know, catch me. Uh, she, uh, you know, and anyone feels like they worked for that money, right? They earned that mm-hmm. benefit mm-hmm. and they want to make sure they they get as much out of it as they deserve. So whether it goes to her or to a loved one, she wants to make sure she gets as much of her money back, if you will, um, as possible. And if guaranteeing 10 years in case she were to die before that comes mm. is important to her, then oh, without it's a worth doubt. $100 a month less. Oh, yeah, no, without a doubt. And, and, and you, are, you are quite correct 
uh, in that it is is not a big benefit to her because she'll be gone. But but it is during her lifetime because if it gives her peace of mind, yeah. knowing hey, I, the hundred means nothing to me. Right. I'm working part time. I got plenty of cash. I'm going to have social security at seventy. I'm going to make a lot more money. I don't need it. But knowing that my child, my grandchild, somebody I care about will get something, oh yeah, yeah. then then it's a wonderful uh, and uh, inappropriate appropriate. Mm. And the term often used to de- to describe that uh, setup would be period certain. Um, like mm. if like a lot of annuities are like that. If you get a single premium immediate annuity, mm-hmm. and you turn over hundred grand to mm-hmm. the annuity company, and they right. say, okay, you're gonna get. I'll just use, for example, uh, $800 a month mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. And then you die in two years. You did not get your hundred grand back worth a pay, you know, of monthly payment. Right. So if they add a period certain, they say um, for the rest of your life or at least, mm-hmm. and then maybe it's five years or 10 years or whatever. Sure. So that's a term that's often used so, to describe that. And then that the 800 would drop to some lower number. Sure. To get a period certain. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. It, the, the the situation we see most often where this comes into play is with PEASERS, the Pennsylvania State Employee Retirement System, PEASERS. Lots of school teachers are part of it. Lots of other folks who work in the uh, state system are part of PEASERS. When they retire, their pension um, uh, proposal, no, pr- uh, pension options are presented to them, and a lot of them, their heads hurt. Mm, there's a the, lot of options. There's just so many options. You can have single life, simple. It's the highest payout. But if you die in two weeks, your money is gone. Uh, you can have joint and survivor. You can have 50% joint survivor. You can have 100% joint. You can yeah. have a lump sum plus Lump sum single plus. plus. Lump sum plus I joint. I have a lump sum like on my side, and the doctor <laughs> said if I just massaged it, it would probably go away. And yeah, it pretty much did. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. That's all you got? Oh, goodness. You were snarky about the bank, and then now it's just oh, goodness. Well, she's all sweetness and light now because the show's almost over. Speaking of um, uh, what we need to do to make sure that we, uh, we tie this up with a bow, we need to thank you. We need to thank you for your generosity, $19,010 for the Children's Home of Easton. Uh, they came out of yesterday uh, behind. And now they are significantly ahead and Monday still to come. So please give generously and thank you. And if you've made your pledges, please make sure you send in those checks. And if you've uh, done all that kind of good stuff, we appreciate that very, very much. Folks, if you need us for any reason, all you have to do is ask. You can go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Uh, check out everybody there. Check out all of our contact information and reach out to us. And, of course, you can go old school, 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007. One of the best pieces of music of all time saying us. It's time for us to head out. We'll see you next week right here on More Than Money.